Hi, my name is Wendy Hinman, and this is The Daily Hope. We are in 1 Thessalonians 5, and the book of 1 Thessalonians, uh, the first book and the second book, Paul goes into this thing where he's trying to clarify some misunderstandings about the second coming of Christ. And I find it so relevant today because in the last couple years, there has been this chatter about the second coming of Christ, which is always good, uh, which, or can be good, but it can also be distracting and divisive. So I got saved in 1974, and in 1975, a bunch of us went down to Jack Murphy Stadium, and there was this preacher, is Jesus coming back in 1975? And then New Year's Eve, 1976, is Jesus coming back in 1976? And then 77 and then 78. And when that started, I think there was this great sincerity and this great hope um, about Jesus coming back. But there were prophets around those days that were, they weren't reading the signs of the times right. And, and the church's greatest hope became the church's greatest point of division and argument and darn rightness. And it was, it was a sad time. And so um, I just find it very relevant that Paul is saying in 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 1, Now, brothers and sisters, about times and dates we don't need to write to you. For you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. I mean, it's going to be a surprise. Nobody's going to know when it's happening. While people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come on them suddenly as labor pains on a pregnant woman. And they will not escape. But you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness so that this day should surprise you like a thief. You are children of the light and children of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. And then he says, so then we should live like children of the day. Look at what he's not saying. He's not saying that if you're a Christian, you're going to know when Jesus is coming back. He's saying if you're a Christian, if you're believing and following Jesus, when he comes, you're not going to be surprised. You're going to be, oh, now here, here it comes. But you're not going to wonder. You know, Jesus himself said, no man knows the day or the hour. No man knows. Not the angels of heaven or even the Son, but the Father knows. And when the Father says it's time, he will send his Son. And Peter goes on to say, some people are getting a little discouraged. They're thinking that the Lord is slack concerning his promise, but He's not slack as some count, slow, he's not slow as some count slow, slowness, Peter says, but he's not willing that any of you should perish, any of us should perish. He's leaving this window open for salvation and sanctification because when he comes, he wants us looking up and to be able to be all in, no shame, everything having been dealt with and us believing that this is our Lord. And so Paul is wanting to, to say, okay, if we're believing, we're children of the day, and we know that Jesus is coming, we don't know when, but we're going to live as if it could be any time. There's a, 
there's a few things that we should be doing. Number one should be the urgency, the absolute urgency to be sharing the gospel with those around us, sharing the gospel the way Jesus lived the gospel. And how was that? In Corinthians, it says, while we were yet sinners, while we were enemies, Christ died for us. So when we're out there sharing the gospel, we should be doing it with people who are our enemies, people who are dark sinners, just like we were before we came to Christ. We should have that urgency. And with each other, we should be, we should, uh, in verse 8, it says, we should, since we belong to the day, let us be sober, putting on faith and love as a breastplate, plate, excuse me, and the hope of salvation as a helmet. And then verse 11, encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact, um, just as in fact you do. So the second coming of Christ should not be causing division. It should not be causing disruption. It should be infusing us with the desire to share the gospel to salvation and the desire to keep following Christ as our lives become more and more sanctified and we become more like Him. I want to pray for you. I want to pray that the prayer that's in the end of this chapter. May God Himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And here's a promise. The one who calls you is faithful and he will do it. Have a great day.